Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about today. We got pressers. We got baseball struggles continuing. We got the spring practice starting. So a lot going on. And we'll discuss it here, give our opinions here, give our thoughts here, as we always do. Zach, the baseball struggles. Yes. They seem to continue. It's been pretty rough lately, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It's been brutal. Thank goodness we didn't have to watch much Absolutely of last brutal. night's game. We were at the bachelor party. We didn't get into like, after 2 a.m. 2 yeah. uh, what, what did we do last night? We went shots of pool. Man, we, we went to a pool hall. Through axes. Yeah. Through axe, yeah. If you axe. haven't gone axe throwing, it's you need to fun. go do it's it. It, it. It's a lot of fun. But all that to say, we did have to watch the baseball game. So I'm kind of thankful because. Preoccupied. Tigers do drop the first game of the series to Florida. Mm. Seven to two. From what me and Reagan discussed and found out, we were watching bits and pieces of it. And it seems like all that really happened was Hayden Travinsky gave you both of your runs at the end of the game in the eighth and the ninth inning. And was it Bryce Collins, I believe, came in. Unfortunately, he closed the game out, yeah. He closed the game out, but he like walked like five guys. They had a big Brutal. fifth inning, scored four runs in the fifth. That's really the difference in the game. If you limit that crooked number, then the game's a lot closer. No telling what else can happen, but it's been really rough lately. It's been hard to watch. I stayed up late. I think you did as well and watched the Louisiana Tech game. Yep. Absolutely brutal to have to watch that game and stay up till midnight, past midnight, and, and see the outcome of that game. I haven't quite put my finger on what I think is the really big main issue, but errors. it's definitely, <laughs> I, I think, fielding plays a factor. Timely hitting plays a factor. I think the pitching obviously plays a factor. We knew that coming into the season. Yeah. So there's several factors that are affecting how this team is playing right now. It's really disappointing because there's so many guys that are just really, really good at their position. I mean, when it comes to a prospect standpoint, coming into the season, D1 baseball ranked Dylan Cruz as the number one player in his position. Jacob Berry, number one in his position. Trey Morgan, number one in his position. Kay Dodo was number four. Gavin Dugas was like number 14. 14. So, like, they have the talent. It's just they're having a really, really hard time putting it together. And Reagan actually gave me a pretty hot take on Jay Johnson. Now, we are by no means saying get rid of Jay Johnson or anything not, like not that. We fully trust in the process. That's another thing we have to consider that this is Jay Johnson's first year. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to forget that. And he's not once you get it. Yeah, like, once you get going and everything, it's so easy to forget that this is still Jay Johnson's first year. It's still going to – there's still going to be a learning curve yeah. for not only him and the coaches, the new coaches, but also the players. 
And so we have to think about that. But it has been frustrating as of late. So why don't, why don't you give the people uh, a little bit of a hot take yeah. that you told me yesterday? Well, I don't know if it was much of a hot take, but so we knew whenever he was hired, we we're like, okay, this man has been in Arizona for five years. He got to Omaha twice at Arizona, and then one of those times he made it all the way to the finals. So I was curious the other day. I was like, okay, what did the other five years look like? Were they super regional exits? Were they regional exits? What what did it look like? Yeah. So I went and looked. I didn't see what I expected to see. Yeah. Honestly, really surprised. But based on what I saw, if I looked at it correctly, Arizona did not make the tournament the other three years. Did not make it. Yeah. So it kind of se- seemed like feast or famine with, yes, with this like, Arizona team under Jay Johnson. Do or die, feast or famine, all the way or nothing at all. That worries me a little bit. Again, it's early. I'm not saying fire him by any means. But that was something that I was not expecting. I was expecting to see, you know, they made it to Omaha twice. They lost in a super regional here, lost in a regional here, you know, whatever, whatever. But it looked like they made it to Omaha the two times. And the other three times, they didn't even play in the tournament. That bothers me a little bit. But look, I also told Zach, we also got to consider that he did that. He went to Omaha twice in five years at Arizona, which is good. It really is with Arizona recruiting, with an Arizona program, right? You Now you give him LSU's program, like one of the greatest baseball programs, Blue if not the best baseball program in all of college baseball. We saw from his recruiting class this year, you can recruit at LSU, right? I mean, you got the number one class in the country, and LSU recruits in the top five just about every single year when it comes to baseball recruiting. And we know that Palmineri wasn't quite involved with the recruiting. Uh, Nolan Kane kind of did a lot of that. Now you have a young coach who's going to be involved in every piece, every factor, recruiting positions of needs like arms, pitching arms. I love Palmineri to death, but the management of the pitching staff was an issue, and we're seeing some of that now. We saw it last year. I I was telling Zach the other day, we had Alex Lang, Jared Poche, and Eric Walker on t- in 2017. And then after that year, it has slowly like declined. I know we've had guys like Cole Henry. I know we have guys like Jaden Hill. Landon Marceau. Landon Marceau. But it just hasn't been what it was. We had aces that really competed and really gave you a chance in the SEC. And I know we have Blake Money. But Blake Money isn't those guys. I mean, he's just not. I mean, last night you walked more batters than you struck out. Yeah. You had seven walks and six strikeouts. That's brutal. And then you add on top the walks, the errors. It's brutal. It is hard to watch that baseball game. It's hard to watch a lot it's of It's hard to games. watch it. Like it is, it is just like frustrating and demoralizing. Yeah. The fact that you go into the ninth inning on against Louisiana Tech, and you have a six to four lead. You are winning by two runs. You have plenty of insurance to close this game out, and you committed an error, and you walk three batters in a row. 
Not a single hit was made in the ninth inning for Louisiana Tech. And they tied the game up. That's horrible. How do you allow two runs and they don't even get to hit the ball? Oh, and guess what? The go-ahead run in the 12th, you walked him in. It is just so absolutely frustrating to watch these games, and it makes you want to not watch it. But I don't want to place it all at the feet of Jay Johnson because there's only so much coaching you can do. Well, Al Landry came in the comments. He said most of the players on the team isn't coached. Basically all but, like, what, two of them? Correct. Most of them – on the uh, most of the players not the as team guys. isn't Coach Jay's players, so we'll have to bite the bullet on the season. I have to agree. I, I mean, I don't know much as bite the bullet because this team can turn it around with there's talent with and the talent is. that they have. They can turn it around. So I don't know if it's so much of as of right now. We need to go ahead and just give up. I mean, you may not no, be saying that, but yeah, we're not in front of the um, towel. But, yeah, we are going to have to accept what this team is, what their struggles are going to be. Pitching is going to continue to be a struggle because this is the pitching staff that you have, and you can't change a pitching staff midseason. Right. But the fielding is something that can be cleaned up. The approach at the plate when when you've got two-strike count on you or when you've got guys on second and third, it needs to improve. Joe Berg in the Louisiana Tech game, he's got a swing at that second strike. It's a fastball. It's letter high. He's got a swing at it. And then he bites on the slider. Stevenson had the done the same, exact, the same, exact thing. same thing. Done the exact same thing before. I, I feel like you should know as a coach, like, that's coming. Though. Exactly. Like, he should be able to step out of the box and then tell him, don't bite on the slider, yeah. right? Or at least wait back and foul it off. Or wait back, and if it's across the plate, smash it. Yeah. Instead, he was way early, way out in front, and he got suckered. Let's get to some of these comments, That's Reagan. Brutal. They said, my only disagreement to Al is that team, that this team did make it to Super Regionals last year. Yep. That's that's the truth. Like, this team, even though they're struggling right now, we have to remember the same thing was happening last year, and they made it to a Super Regional. Now, probably a lot of that was they were playing for Coach, you know, Coach Canary yep. yep. and – and him about to be gone and everything. But this team is talented enough that they can turn it on if they can correct the fielding mistakes. If Coach Kelly and Coach Jay can figure out the pitching rotation and what works best, what what can you do then? Yeah. You know, and if you're able to handle the plate approach a lot better and they're able to work on those mechanics, there's no telling how far this team can go. Your fielding is brutal right now, and – you got to figure that out, like we said. And you saw a little bit of that last night. Jay moved Thompson to second base and put Doty at short. Which you've been saying, put I K. Have been Doty saying, at third. Put K. Doty at third. He committed eight errors all last year and played third base. K. Doty played a solid third base. Right now, you have had a revolving door at third base. Yeah. Put K. at third. If you're displeased with Joe Bear's back, right now, and and you are going to put Bianco, which I don't think is much better of a choice hitting. Maybe it's, he's doing that because Beloso's hurt, and he can't DH right now. Yeah. But if you're going to have Bianco in the lineup, put him at a defensive spot, because that's what he does best. I mean, Bianco can play just about any position on the field. Maybe not pitcher, <laughs> maybe not catcher, but any other position, Bianco is going to be a solid infielder. 
And I think he would do excellent at shortstop. Bianco is an elite defensive player. So then you'd have Merrifield at second? I would put Cade at third. I would put Bianco at short and Thompson at, at second because if you put Merrifield so play second, he hasn't played second at all in his LSU career. If you put Merrifield at second, you're taking Thompson out of the lineup. But what is Thompson going to play right? Then you're taking Geo out of the lineup, right? So you, I mean, if you want to keep Thompson in the lineup, Thompson can play those positions. If you put Thompson in the lineup, well, he played second last night. They had him at second last night. So if you're going to do that, I say you put Cade at third, you put Bianco at short, and then put Thompson at second like you had him last night. And I think the left side of your infield improves greatly with Doty at third and and Bianco at short. And then you play Geo and right, and you DH Jacob Berry. I I just don't think he is a good enough defensive player to keep putting him out there. It, it seems like his defense has become a liability. I mean, yes. you can see that even with the coaching, with how they're trying to figure out where to put him. Uh, That's what I Cody, with some interesting news, also, Veloso's knee is no longer wrapped, just that walking brace, and he doesn't have his limp now. So, positive news at the least. Good deal. So, let's go ahead. Moving move forward on. here, we got the pressers. Yeah. We had two press conferences. Well, I mean, you had three. BK, you know, did a little mini press conference after his first day of spring practice. We want to talk about Brian Kelly's opening press conference for for spring practice. And we also want to talk about Matt McMahon's uh, introductory introductory press conference. conference. Yeah. Zach, what were your thoughts on on, on BK's? Uh, I know you weren't able to watch Matt McMahon's. So what what did you think then about Brian Kelly's? And if you watched any of Matt McMahon's, what did you pick up from it? I watched bits and pieces of Matt McMahon's. Um, I did go back, and I didn't get to watch either of them live, but I did go back and watch all of the Brian Kelly presser. And I don't know if I want to say this. My first reaction, my initial reaction, again, Brian Kelly comes out there lightheartedly, wants to make some jokes. (laughs) Get some laughs, light the mood, right. and yeah. it's just dead. It's just dead as a doornail. There, <laughs> laugh. You can laugh. It's okay. No, 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 no. Journalists don't laugh. It's okay. Journalists don't laugh, Zach. You can laugh. Brian <laughs> Kelly is trying to be lighthearted with you. He's trying to be funny. And don't you dare say thank you. Oh gosh. Don't you dare say thank you. We're not going to get into that. Anyway, I had to throw that in there. I had to. I had to. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned this on Blake show, which, by the way, I'm now a producer at AYS. I didn't mention this on his show, so I'm going to mention it here. One of the things he said is we want to expose the flaws. We want to expose the flaws. You know, we don't want to sweep them under the rug. And I think that's huge because I felt a lot of that was done under the last regime, under Ed Orgeron. In 2019, before the 2020 season, he comes out there and he says, this defense is a better defense than at any point last season. It was so far from the truth. It was a horrible take. Either he was sweeping that under the rug to try and hide the flaws and make it look good to the media, or he was just legit thinking that this defense was that good. And I don't know how he could, considering the product that we saw on the field. I want to see the flaws so I can address them. That was one of the first things he said. Another one of the things that he said that I didn't mention before is that he wants at the end of spring for 
the coaches to know how to communicate with the players. Yes. How to effectively communicate with yes. the players. Another problem that you had in the last coaching staff. Yep. This team became very, I don't want to say lackadaisical, but I, I will. They became very lackadaisical under the last I mean, they had coaching it easy. staff. They, they, they had it, it easy. easy. Coach Edo gave made it easy for them. And now you got BK coming in here, and he's put some discipline into this program, put some discipline into this team. Yep. Hence the reason you've seen some guys leave. So I like that one of the biggest things for him right off the jump is I want to expose the flaws, and we and we are going to make sure that our coaches know how to communicate effectively yeah. with these players. Yeah, no doubt. I love that. There's nothing about the X's and O's about football. Now, the X's and O's, obviously important, but I think that's huge. You know, another thing that really stood out to me, there's a lot of things that he is telling you without telling you. Yeah. When he comes in there and he says he's encouraging these other quarterbacks in the quarterback room to stick it out, it could be you. You know, he's telling you something without telling you something. When he tells you that Jaden Daniels has a running ability that has not been tapped into, that wasn't tapped into at Arizona State, he's telling you something without telling you straight up. Yep. They're going to have a running game strictly with, through with JD. Yeah. There's a lot of other things that I can mention. A couple of the other guys that were going to be out for the spring, he mentioned. Major Burns, he mentioned Garrett Dellinger, Garrett Dellinger which uh, we did hear from Wilson Alexander. I, I, I mentioned this on Blake's show. He was man. doing some light work, which is encouraging. But, you know, they're, they're not going to have them full-blown for the for the spring. He addressed the Kayshawn issue, which I think I'll let you get into that a little bit. I really like how he handled the question yep. about the allegation against, against yes. Frank. Yes. He straight-up called them egregious. He said they're egregious, and as far full as we support. know, they're just allegations. The Frank has the, the full support of the staff. Absolutely. And so I, I think he's also telling you something, again, with, without straight up telling you. I, I think they understand that situation What's going and on have there? full yeah. confidence that nothing is going to happen to Frank. Now, I'm not saying that nothing will ever happen or, you know, no, nothing's bad is going to come to Frank because of these allegations. I don't believe there will be, but – yeah, yeah. Don't want to get into that too much. So the biggest thing though for me is he's telling you a lot of the things without telling you. Fans, our listeners, when you're when you're listening to these pressers, pay close attention to what he's saying. Absolutely. Don't just take it for surface value. If if you really want to understand and, and get some what's insight like, into what's, what's going, going on, on yeah. with this football team and the staff and, and the program, just pay close attention. Absolutely. There's no doubt. I, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. The, the thing I love the most about the press conference was, like, the complete transparency of everything. Brian Kelly is forward. He's transparent. Instead of coming out there, oh, we just had our best practice yet. I mean, he's That's like, good. We're, not, good. we're not ready to play. We're not ready to play. Yeah. And he said we're, we're terrible at the tight end position. Correct. And, I mean, he also hinted at some other things with the offensive line. I think they're still – looking to add another player. Look, under Edo, this program, it deteriorated. And we saw the results of that the past two seasons. The The locker room had become toxic. I don't think the players were behind the coaches. The communication was, was off. And now you have a staff that's coming in here. They're meaning business. They're holding you accountable. Uh, they are 
making you work. We spoke with a player, and we won't mention his name here, but you know, we, we kind of jokingly were like, "Hey, man, it looks, it looks like y'all been working." He was like, "Man, no doubt." He said, "We've been working." He said, "It's a new energy. It's a new vibe." I love to hear that. Yeah, you love to hear that, and I think Brian Kelly was very honest with his press conference. The, the transparency, the honesty is what I got from the most. Like he laid it out there, man. And you, you, you know, you wanted me to talk about the, the whole K Sean thing. That was one thing that was about as transparent as it gets. Yeah. Right. Like, like most coaches who have K Sean Butte on their team and they're a new coach would be like, Oh, K Sean's an incredible player. He's going to be fantastic. You know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Brian Kelly was like, I know his last name. Bro, when he said that, I was like, yo, what? Yeah. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And he, he was very honest and said that was an that was an ongoing process for their the growing of their relationship and and that Keishon Butte being hurt and going through these two surgeries, you can get distracted and you need to refocus. I'm like, bro, that is honest as it gets. I mean, he literally told you Keishon went through these two surgeries and has been distracted and kind of detached from the program and ain't been doing what he needs to do. That's what he just told you. That was about as honest as it can get. I mean, that is a specific player he's speaking to. And you I mean, you know what? I love it. Because he is holding Kayshawn accountable. I don't care if your name is Boutte, right? I know his last name. I don't care who your name is, though. I don't care what you've done on the field. I don't care if you're going to be the best receiver in the nation. You're going to take care of business. Yeah, You're going to do what you need to do. In the classroom, off the field, and on the field, you're going to be working. Right? Like, that That was awesome. I mean, that set a precedent for all players. Keishon Butte is the best player on your team. Yeah. So he just set a precedent for all players on the team. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You are going to take care of business. Yeah. And Brian Kelly means business. I so, love it. So let's get to a couple of these comments and then we, we can hit on Matt McMahon. We can hit on Matt McMahon. The Golden Boot said, Is the media still crying about the press conference? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't Bl- think they're crying anymore. Blake's impressions are beautiful. They're yes. beautiful. Blake, where's the press conference? <laughs> Blake, Blake Craig. <laughs> but in regards to the Matt McMahon, Presser, as we've talked, Reagan, I don't think there was a whole lot there. I, I do like how he handed, handled the press conference. Yeah. You know, he did dodge some bullets yeah. and didn't specifically address those questions. But it's his introductory press conference. I want to hear, you know, what's his philosophy? What's his goals right now for this program? Yeah. Those are the type of the things that I want to hear right now. Yeah. Now, do I want to hear what, what he has to say about, you know, the sanctions and everything? Yes, I do. Um, but, you know, I want to hear what his main goal is right now as becoming the head coach of LSU basketball. And he answered that question, which is something that I've been saying for a long time. He needs to go and he needs to re-recruit this current roster. Yeah. And, you know, he addressed that. That's one of the biggest things he talked about. That's that's mainly the only thing that he talked yeah. about, which is a little yeah. disappointing. And I'll let you share more on that. But I'm excited to have him here. He was a guy that we were wanting. Yeah. And 
LSU fans, now here's my take towards, and I'll, I'll let Reagan get to it, which I think Reagan will agree with me on this, but I think the reason that some LSU fans are kind of like, well, it was dry, you know, I wasn't really, you know, I wish he would have addressed the sanctions question. I think Matt McMahon is basketball, and he's nothing but basketball. Yeah. Uh, and he is an X's and O's guy. Like, I, and I, that's what I've been wanting. I've been wanting a guy that is strictly focused on the X's and the yeah. O's and a guy that, yeah. you know, isn't, isn't, isn't going to, he's going to worry about the sanctions, obviously. No doubt. We, yeah. we know about that, but he's not going to be so focused on it that it's going to take away his ability to coach and put a team together that can compete. That's what I want to see. Obviously, I know that we're going to have to suffer through those sanctions, whatever they may be. But I'm still going to support this team just yeah. because they may get a one to two, three year postseason ban. I'm still going to turn on the games, and I want to encourage. And I want to encourage LSU fans. If you're a true LSU fan, if you're a, if you're a fanatic, turn the game on and watch the team and support the team. A lot of the guys, like Reagan said, they're they're, they're not the ones who they're not up. the ones that messed up. We know that the ones that messed up, they're gone. Support this team. I am interested to see, you know, what he does staff-wise. Does he bring on some other guys from his previous staff at Murray State? But I'll go ahead and let you give you your take. I know you said that you thought it was a little dry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that was a bad thing, but it was. I mean, it was, it was concise. It was, it was dry. It was very short and brief, and I think it needed to be. I mean, honestly, you did not need some kind of long, drawn-out, whatever press conference to understand what the situation is, right? Yeah. In my opinion, there's no point to comment on sanctions right now when you don't know what the sanctions are, right? Like, you'll handle the sanctions once you know what you're dealing with. Like, yeah, they're coming. But, I mean, what more can he say than, like, even if he had said something, what more can he say than, hey, we'll deal with those when they get here? We're going to handle those when they get here, right? Because you don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, you have no clue. Exactly. You have no clue as to what is going to be hit with you. I want to hear what he says when he gets hit with Correct. them. Correct. Like, when he, when he gets hit with them, sure. I mean, how are we going to handle this? How are we going to handle this two-season post postseason ban, these scholarship restrictions, whatever it may be, but right? can't right now because he doesn't know what they are. Correct. Like, I mean, that's – I think it's kind of obvious. You you can't comment on something you don't know about yet. Like he knows about the sanctions coming, but you don't know what the, specifically the sanctions are. Yeah. So when they was asked about them, you know, he he made it kind of clear, like, hey, I'm I'm grateful to have this opportunity, and that's what I'm worried about. This I I want to build a program. I want to develop great young men, players, you know, whatever it may be. I'm not worried about that right now. I mean, is what he's saying. I mean, he's here to develop the program. The man knows his contract, right? Like, he knows he's got an extended long contract because of what's happening. So he knows he's here to build a program that's about to get hit. Like, he knows all that. So I, I don't think there was much to be said, in, in, in my opinion. I think he said what he needed to say. He was short and to the point because that was about all he had at the moment the next time the media has availability to speak with him. Yeah. They'll ask him about it. For sure. And we'll see what he says. And we'll address that from there. I always say, you, I mean, you can't lose uh, an introductory press conference, right? Like, everybody's excited when it's an introductory press conference. And I'm excited for just his record alone. 
I didn't need to hear much from him. I mean, he's well, a four-time regular season OVC champion, three-time OVC tournament champion, been to the NCAA twice, produced players like John Morant, Cameron Payne. And guys um, who weren't you know, even rated. Guys who weren't coming rated. Coming out of high school. Right. And, and now they're NBA prospects. Elite guard play all the time. I mean, he had one of the most efficient defenses and offenses. I think they were both both their defense and both their offense was in like the top twenty five this year. Like yeah. that's good. Like I, that's all I need to know. Guys like Brandon Murray. I, I mean, we will touch on this a little bit. I mean, Brandon Murray has entered his name to the transfer portal. Xavier Pinson has entered his name uh, as a grad transfer to the portal. Tari Eason has declared for the draft. Xavier Pinson and Brandon Murray said they would still consider LSU. So Matt McMahon is not out on those guys. Yeah. I mean, as much as I love Xavier, I don't know if he comes back or not, but I think you can land a more complete point guard. Brandon Murray's a guy I want back. I mean, Brandon Murray, as a freshman, was really, really impressive. And inconsistent at times, but very impressive. I I think Matt McMahon could do some awesome things with Brandon Murray because of the guard play we've seen him produce. Now you've already seen some guys like Justice Hill enter the transfer portal for Murray State. So you may see some players follow, right? So I'm not, I'm not worried. Like people may freak out. Oh my gosh, here goes Xavier. Oh my gosh, here goes Tari. Here goes Brandon Murray. Oh, here we go. It's going to happen, bro. It's going to, yeah. Accept it. it. We saw it with Ed Ordron, and then you see what BK did. He he hit the portal. He built the team back together. Nightman Man's going to do the same thing. I mean, if we take massive hits to the portal, like Brandon Murray, Xavier, Tari, of course, going to the draft, all leaving, you can put it back together. The portal can do that for you now. Yeah. So we'll just keep an eye on what it looks like. Kevin Nickelberry, we saw, went to Georgetown, so he will not be back on this staff. My whole point with the press conference is people may have not been superly, uberly impressed because it was concise and brief. How's he going to handle the roster? What's he going to do with his staff? That's what I'm worried about right now. Yeah. And then we'll address the other stuff later. People are excited about Matt McMahon. And overwhelmingly, people are continuing to say positive things. I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode or not, but there has been such a massive difference between Murray State's response of him leaving compared to Will Wade's response of of him leaving VCU. Yeah. I mean, VCU was – they hated him for leaving. I mean, they were mad. It was a horrible, like, response from them. Yeah. Matt McMahon has got nothing but praise. Yeah. I mean, players, coaches, athletic director, recent statements – He's an incredible man, an incredible coach. You know, we love him so much. He deserves this. He earned this, right? Like, you love to hear those kind of things. That speaks to his character, right? The fact that he can leave a program that he's been so successful at and then respect him and love him enough to say, hey, man, you deserve that. You earned that. You know, go, go be great, right? Yeah. I think that speaks volumes right here off the top with him. Basketball aside, like it looks like he's just an incredible man and, and players love him. So let's hit a quick break and then we will go into our third segment here 
We'll hit some comments when we get back from this break, then we'll get going. Don't forget to follow us at Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue. All at Tigers Avenue. We post daily updates all the time about when our shows are, when they're going to be posted, when we're going live. And if you hit the subscribe button to our YouTube channel, we post all of our live shows on Facebook, Twitter, and you guessed it, YouTube. All right. We appreciate you joining in. We appreciate you commenting and supporting. Let's get to some comments, and then let's and hit this last point here. Send them in. Hashtag tell me TA. Tell me got something pe- good. We've got eight people watching right now. Hey, all eight of y'all, send in a question if you have one. Uh, we would love to get to them. Let's go ahead and let's Spring get to – Amen. Hallelujah. Love it. We need, like, some worship music or something. Tell me something good. We need. I, like I, need, I need that, like, a, the button. Tell me something. Yeah, like <laughs> – Tell me, tell me, <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me, tell me. I love it, man. <laughs> All right, let's what get you this got? comment by Brandon Reese. He's been dying to ask us this question. Brandon, tell me T.A. I love it. I like tell me T.A. Do you like that? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tell funny. me T.A. T- testify. Testify. <laughs> <laughs> testify. Tell me T.A. When it comes to the football team, besides quarterback, which position group are you most interested in? I, I have one, but I'll go ahead and let you go first. I am most interested in the DBs. I really loved the Jarek Bernard Converse ad, and I think what Brian Kelly said about Makai Garner being an NFL corner, bro, after he said that, I was like a nerd. Like I was like immediately like, bro, I got to find highlights. Like I, I got to see something. Dude is long and fast, and he is a great DB. I mean, really, really great. Uh, At a position where we thought we were really paper thin, you now have some depth. And I think Makai Garner and Jared Bernard Converse are going to be great DBs. I'm really excited to see what they do. Well, I'm upset at you because that was mine. Oh, for real? (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's okay. I'll go differently, but I too am really excited to see DB. As you mentioned, with with the comments that BK made, and obviously with bringing in Jared Bernard Converse, a huge guy of the portal that a lot of people fully expect to be the starter, day one starter. You know, so I'm looking forward to that. But I'll go offensive since you went defensive. Okay. Everybody knows about their wide receivers. Everybody knows the wide receivers are studs. We've got Kayshawn Butte. We've got Jack Bash. You got Chris Hilton, who's had a lot of praise from yeah. BK in this presser that he did before spring practice, the wide receivers are going to be studs. Malik Neighbors, we, me and Reagan are really high on Malik Neighbors. We think he's going to have a fantastic season. There's a lot. Brian, Brian Thomas, Thomas Jr. There's just it's, names. It's stacked. It's stacked. It's stacked. You know, Landon Ivey We're not, we're, we're not worried about receiver. Right? We're not worried about receiver. Bish. Um, I am very interested. I'm very interested at running back. And then offensive line is another one, but I'll stick with running back. Yeah. John Emery has the potential to be a top running back in the country. Oh, yeah. He has the potential to be a top running back in the country. The problem is we have not seen him to the full extent of of, of a season. Yeah. You know, he was in and out a little bit in 2019. He had his injury in 2020. He had – uh, the ineligibility 
this past season. So we just haven't seen John Emery's full potential. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see John Emery's full potential and see him have a, a complete year. Yeah. Pray that he stays healthy. Yeah. I pray that he still stays healthy. He stays eligible, which I fully believe they will because, you know, BK's been and the staff's been on that and, and they've made comments on that about how he's been doing really well in, yeah. in the classroom. So I'm, I'm really excited to see John Emery and just the, the potential that he has. He looks good. I, I, we've, we've seen some clips yeah. and footages yeah, he does. from him at spring practice. You know, he's just an explosive back. He's a home run type back, but he can, he can, I'm hoping he can really do well at catching the ball out of the backfield this year. Yeah. You know, that was something that he kind of struggled with a little bit early on in his career. And then you also got guys like Noah Kane, you know, who comes from Penn State. I'm really excited to see how he performs in, in this offense. You got guys like Armani Goodwin. You got guys like, Corey Cor- yeah, Corey Kiner. You still got Trey Bradford. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys in this running back room. And from what we know, you know, Frank Wilson, whenever he was here at LSU in the past, he was a running back by committee type type guy. Yeah. And then he rode the hot hand. Yep. You know, I know a lot of people are probably fully expecting John Emery to be RB1, and, and I am as well. But don't be surprised if John Emery's struggling a little bit and, and they ride the hot hand because yeah. that that is Frank Wilson's MO. Yeah. And I fully expect to see that. If Trey Bradford gets going, you know, or if Corey Conner gets going, or if Noah Kane gets going, they're going to ride the hot hand. I will make a quick comment on Trey Bradford. Trey Bradford was your best back out of the backfield two years ago yeah, in yeah. his catching ability. In my opinion, he was the best yeah. catching running back, uh, receiving running back, however you will say that, out of the backfield in 2020. I would like to see more of that. But, dude, there's just so many guys. How do you work them all in? And so that's my biggest question coming in the spring, especially going into the fall. Yeah. So, so Brandon, thank you for that question. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody transferred after spring. No, no. Because it's, I would, I'm surprised, it's pretty loaded. I'm surprised somebody hasn't entered yet. Yeah. I'm a little surprised somebody ha- hasn't entered yet. Are you serious sports? What's up, Blake? Thanks for joining the show. Appreciate what you. What up, Blake? He says, tell me, T.A., did Zach watch the replacements? You know I watched the replacements. I put out the alternate ending and everything. I got to be honest. I've never seen the replacements either. Yeah, so get on to Reagan a little bit. Uh, so I watched it with him. Which were huge sports movies fans. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my top, top uh, okay, okay, favorite okay, movie okay. of all time. is I, I'm about to drop a bombshell right now. Oh, no. I'm about to drop an absolute bombshell. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> what are you about to say? There's a lot of movies that I have not seen that people would probably like get really have upsetting. a cow. I've never seen one of those movies. Oh no. Oh my gosh. I'm embarrassed to say it. <laughs> I'm going to be so trash for this. <laughs> I have never fully watched. Remember the Titans. Get out. Are you never. serious? Never. Reagan. I never have. We're, we're blood. I, I've never seen it all the way through. Never. I don't know if I can be co-host with you again. I, I'm just gonna be honest. I might have to quit. I'm not a big. I'm not a big movie. Bro, guy. remember the Titans is the best. Oh God, remember the Titans is the best football movie of all time, in my opinion. I told you to be a bombshell. I told you. Have you seen We Are Marshall? Yeah, I've seen We Are Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've seen the replacements now. Seen the replacements. Thank now. goodness. Have you seen like Rocky? 
Yeah, I've seen Rocky. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. How have you not seen Remember the Titans? Have you seen Friday Night Lights? The movie, not the show. No. Oh, gosh. No, I haven't. <sighs> Mom, come in here. He probably fell asleep. I probably did. That is true. I probably did. Probably did. Ow. No. <laughs> I told y'all it was going to be a bombshell. I mean, I told y'all. I told y'all. McKenna, your wife, definitely fell asleep. I, I mean, I I can't I can't sit here and lie. And act like I, I mean. We are going to have to watch Remember the Titans together all the way through. Okay. Listen. <laughs> you can't know, make you, movie references. I don't know them. Do you even know what to say to that? Probably not. What to say to what? Listen. No, I don't. I just said you can't Somebody make Somebody say it. Somebody. Blasphemous. Blake, blasphemous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll Carl, retire. okay, it's time for Zach to take over after that. I'm retiring. I agree, I'm, Carl. I'm retiring. I'm sorry. <laughs> McKenna, you have to watch it during the day or he will fall asleep. That is 100% true. 100% true. Okay. Okay, y'all get the flaw now, right? Like I, we watch a movie at night. I fall asleep. We went and watched, what was that that movie? Endgame? Look, Blake knows what to say. Strong side! Yeah. So, what was it, Endgame? Yes, Is it, isn't side. that the big Marvel movie? I've never seen Infinity Wars, by the way. Everybody freaks out about that when I say Oh, gosh, Reagan. We're gonna what was it, Endgame? Speed, my guy. Which one? Endgame's the, the last, one, right? The last Avengers one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Y'all, we went to watch Endgame in the movie theaters. And it was late. Did you fall asleep? Bro, I was falling asleep in the movie theater. Oh my God. I was falling asleep in the movie theater. <laughs> Jeez. Hey man, I I don't know. I just there's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Hey, we got it's we got some so. dudes in here. Blake's in here. Carl's in here. Al's in here. Al appreciate you, dude. You, you know you my dude. Y'all send in your like, let's do top three. Top three football movies of all time. Blake, here's my only critique critique critique. Here's my only critique of the replacements. I can do without the romance. It's a sports movie. I want to watch sports. I can do without the romance. Other than that, I loved it. But I do, I do have to say, Blake, I don't want to see the red jerseys. I want to see the yellow jerseys with LSU what or green for the QB for the QB what? practice. I don't want to see red. I hate red. You like red. I hate red. Red I, is I, my favorite color. Blue is my favorite color. I hate red. red. Can't do it. It looks good. I, I like it, Blake. He Al said, stop it. Don't say anymore. The hole is getting deep. <laughs> sorry. 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 So, hey, if you're in the Not comments, a movie guy. Hey, send your top three. Blake, I, I'm interested to see your top three. I don't know if I can name three football movies off the top of my head. My favorite movie of you all time is a football movie. Oh, gosh. Reagan. My favorite movie of all time is a is what is a it? football movie. Tell, please tell me. Which I've never seen Remember the Titans, so that could change. But yeah, it, it should. Because everybody talks so highly of it, and I've okay, shamefully so why don't, kept why don't, myself. Let's do this. Why don't you give your top three? Of, of I just told you. I don't know if I can name three. Give us your top. At least your my top. top is Invincible. With Mark Wahlberg, story of Vince Papali. That is a great song. New York that, Jets. That, song. that is a great movie. I love that movie. It is one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite. Movie of all time. So for me, it's Remember the Titans, which Blake's in here. Remember the Titans, The Replacements, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is also in my top five. But for me, it's Remember the Titans, Any Given Sunday, which you probably haven't seen. And then We Are Marshall. You know, We Are Marshall just makes you want to cry. It's a great story. We Are Marshall is, is I would say, is my number right two football movie. Number three is Facing the Giant. 
Facing the Giants? Facing Are you Giants. serious? Get out. <laughs> Get out. Gosh. Facing the Giants, bro. Facing the Giants. Come on, man. Facing the Giants is a good one. I, lo- I like Facing the Giants, man. No, it's not. If you haven't seen Facing the Giants, go watch Facing the Giants. We're We're number six. six. Look, Facing the Giants is a great movie. It's a Christian. This is a a spring football segment. We're talking about football movies, which is fine. It's fine. We can talk about whatever we want. We talk about whatever we want. But, yeah, go watch Facing the Giants, man. It's awesome. We number six, baby. We We number six. My mama could kick it wide left left or wide right, right. but that's not what's going to get you home. It's got to go through the middle. See, you can't trash facing the Giants. <laughs> You're sitting here quoting it. But it's not a top movie like like remember. Yes, the it is. It's top tier. Better get off the track because the freight train's coming. <laughs> Come on, man. Better get off the track because the freight train's coming. Stonewall. Stonewall. Call timeout, Bobby Lee Duke. Call timeout, Bobby Lee Duke. <laughs> it's an awesome. Kick movie. it now. Kick it now. It's a great movie. Exactly. Okay, then. Okay, movie. then. Okay. I, I didn't say it wasn't. I'm talking about I'm talking about a top movie. It's a great movie. It's not top five. Oh well, I haven't seen that many movies, so <sighs> okay. This is not a movie review uh channel. We've got to get to football. Well, a few notes on spring practice, then we'll wrap it up. I like seeing some of the film that's coming out. Uh, yeah. uh you mentioned John Emery's his film you know, a few clips of him look really, really good. Jaden Daniels release looks faster than anybody's. I mean, he can get the ball out of his hands pretty quick. He's um, number five now. He is number five. Uh, Garrett now. Garrett Nussmar goes to his. I think Garrett wanted record. number thirteen. Yes, he so, was waiting for Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, not a, not like a bad thing or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. But he does get it. You know, both of them get their numbers that they wanted. I also like the clip of mm-hmm. Matt House. I can't remember the player, but he he did something wrong in the drill, and Matt House like immediately like made him stop and do it over again. And he said, details, details. You know, you love to think, see things like that. Like, make them, make them pay attention to the little things. Make so them focus on the details. details. Yep. Zach, what do you got? Quincy Wiggins <sighs> is a man. Bro, that's what Mason Smith was like last Bro, year. Bro, I'm Just like. looking at him was like, oh, I'm my I'm like gosh. seven years older than, than that dude, and he looks like he could be my dad. <laughs> like. <laughs> gosh. If we ever, if we ever get cred to go and and watch spring football, I never want to stand next to one of those players because <laughs> I will look like uh, a midget. They're huge. I mean, they're, they're Quincy huge. Wiggins looking like man. He is. I mean, I, I saw some pictures of him and stand next to Mason Smith, and Mason Smith is a mammoth. Yeah, and Quincy doesn't miss him by much. Yeah, Quincy, Quincy is. Is is about the same size as him, but Quincy is more cut. He's more he's more muscular. Mason is a little bit more meat, right? Yeah, yeah. Quincy is cut, and he looks fast. Yeah, he does look fast. I I would not want to line up across against Quincy Williams. Yeah. So I mean, or Mason Smith. Uh, and I've still got a uh, you know we still got a lot of time left before the fall to see a lot of different things. So we will continue to comment on spring football. Absolutely. But, I, you know, I love getting to see the quarterbacks work. Obviously, everybody wants to see the quarterbacks throw, you know. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. Jane Daniels looks fantastic. He is going to have to learn very quickly, though. Miles Brennan, Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, you know, they've they've been here a little bit longer. To be QB1, which I fully believe he will be, you know, he's going to have to pick it up pretty quickly. And I believe he will. 
So now, now that you are on campus, you you are a grad transfer. You can strictly, like Joe Burrow did, just be in football ops like yeah. all day. And and we yeah. hope that he does do that. We hope that he's Correct. that type of quarterback that wants to focus. And I I would imagine that you know BK and 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 Joe Sloan and, and Mike Denbrock they would they would push him to do that, as well as the other QBs, right? Yeah. A lot of a lot of great things coming out of spring football. We're excited, man. I'm I'm, I'm super excited. I love super pumped. So far, I'm really excited to see the DBs. As we mentioned, I'm excited to see them get some work. It's very interesting for, to me when you watch, you know, spring practice footage to see, you know, who's taking first reps, who's yeah. taking the second team reps, yeah, you know, who's taking the third team reps. You know, and BK, you know, he mentioned that a little bit with the QBs specifically. Yeah, but uh, you know, with the other position groups, you know, who who's taking those first team reps. Uh it's gonna be interesting to me. I'm excited today. You know, I'm gonna while we got some time downtime, I'm definitely gonna be hitting up Twitter and yeah, scavenging the internet to see what all footage is out there for the past couple always. of days. So huh? I said always. 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 Hit a few to, more comments. Yeah. I know there's sure. probably some people ragging on me and then we'll wrap it up. Al Andrew, remember the Titans. We are Marshall, the program. I haven't seen the program. I guess Al's going to hate me for that. I haven't seen the program either. All right. That's another <laughs> one on our to-do list. We did watch the replacements, though. I mean, Blake, I watched it immediately after, yeah. you know, after our show. I, I went on – I found no, out it was nobody, on Netflix. Nobody's saying Invincible, over. so I guess my I guess my movies are just crap, I guess. I like Invincible. I like Invincible. <laughs> it's what not my top you? five. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Brandon Reese, remember the Titans, Gridiron Gang, the game plan. The game plan with The Rock? The Rock? Bro, Brandon, we got, oh. we got some problems. Unnecessary roughness. Is that the is that the Clemson one off Disney Plus? No. What's that one? That's, that's stronger, safety. Or safety. Safety. Yeah, that's a good movie. I, I've watched that one. That, that is, is a good movie. It's very Disney-ish, though. Is it? Yeah. It's a story about a guy and his, his little brother. I'm and... talking about the actual like production, the make of the movie. Oh, well, it's maybe very so. Disney-ish. Uh, the Longest Yard. Oh, I do, I do love The Longest Yard. Both versions. There's two versions of The Longest Yard. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. <laughs> Remember the Titans? We are Marshall. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, Craig. Um, Said I really like the bonsai too. I like the bonsai. I, I like the, oh that's yeah. I can throw that in my top three. I love um, the bonsai. Al, the program came out in '93. I'm showing my age. Gotcha, gotcha. Al, you're not old. Our parents weren't even married in '93, so dude, man, you're ripping that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh, Al, you're not old. I'm not think you're old. Um, like Mike is a pretty good one. That's that's basketball. Basketball. My yeah. mom just texted me. She said Rudy and the Blind Side. There you go. There you go. Rudy's a good one. I seen Rudy. Yeah. All right. Let's hit this ads and then we'll come back and wrap While we the hit show these ads, up. if y'all have any final questions, throw them in there. Hashtag tell me TA. Tell Te- me testify TA. Maybe we should change it. Do you like tell me TA or testify TA? I like tell me because I like hitting that note. Yeah, I like it. Tell <laughs> me something good. All right. Uh, Y'all fire in your comments, your questions. If you have any last last ones before we get out of here, yep, we're yep. going to hit these ads, and then uh, we will close. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU 
Check out all his music and all the major platforms. Follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem. Twitter at One Nation Doty. Make sure you check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise as well. Five Star Hero. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law, our wonderful aunt who continues to support us. Her focus is on the elderly and their needs and maintaining their dignity throughout that process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Guys, we want to encourage you to go and check out our website at tigersavenue.podbean.com. You can find the playlist to our YouTube as well as all of our latest episodes on the front page. If you go to the pages link, you can find Five Star Heroes merch and all of his beats that are available on Apple Music and Spotify. If you go to our sponsors, you can see all of the sponsors that support Tigers Avenue and check out all of their info. If you check out the Tiger Times page, you can go and see all of our games that we've attended at Alex Box Stadium, Tiger Stadium, and the PMAC through the years. And if you click on the support page, you can go and find the QR codes for our Cash App and our PayPal to support Tigers Avenue. Again, all of this you can find at tigersavenue.podbean.com. Yeah! What comments we got, Zach? Tell me, T.A., it's Brandon again. Uh, again, y'all sending y'all's comments. Any any last comments, any last questions, y'all send them in before we get out of here. Tell me, T.A., I know it's pretty much old news now, but what are you looking forward to when OU and Texas join the SEC? More Their booty's getting spanked? Yeah. Yeah, they about to get spanked. I mean, the people. I mean, let's the people who try to act like the SEC is not the best conference in the country. They're drunk. It's laughable. And then you have two of the best programs from the Big Twelve outside of the SEC. Leave them and come to the SEC. That that should prove That's your, your point. And then when they come and start getting a tail kick, you'll get further proof. Correct. So all you Big Ten folks. Send Michigan. Send Ohio State. Send Clemson in the ACC. Let's see how it works out. Mm. I like it. I mean, I like it. I think college football is heading in a direction where eventually conferences may not be much of a big factor. But, yeah, I think that's a long way may, down the road. I think maybe getting closer to NFL-type structure. Yeah, because people are going to start demanding extended playoffs. I know – I know through twenty is it twenty twenty five they're not doing an extended playoff something like that. People are going to keep demanding that regardless of whether you you're for it or you're not for it. We can get into that another you know show, but people are going to keep demanding it. And anyways, something's going to budge eventually. All right, what let's else get out of here. That's all, all we got. got. We're going to get out of here. Uh, we've got some ironing to do. Yeah, we got to get ready for this wedding. So we'll catch you later. Appreciate all your continued support and all your comments and interaction. We love it and we enjoy it. We love doing this show and, and getting to interact with y'all. It's a, it's a blast. So we'll catch you next time on Monday for the next episode of Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers. Who that, who that five star?